Welcome to Chai Chat. So this chai keeps getting lighter and Yet lighter. again, welcome to Chai Chat. Yeah. What's so, our topic today? So it's Subara, Mother Mary, Subara. Gospel of Luke. The season of Advent? Yes. Advent. Chaldean liturgy called Subara. Advent in Aramaic, in, in our liturgy, is called Subara, which means Annunciation, right? Yeah. So the, the Annunciation was when Gabriel went to Mary. The entire season is sort of named after that event, mm -hmm. right? The way that, like, the season of Epiphany is named after the Epiphany, which was the baptism of Christ. Mm -hmm. There's a sort of whole season. But in the land, right, Epiphany is... In the land, right, the it's, epiphany it's is when the wise men during, came. Yeah, the wise men. Yeah. So it's during that. It's when the wise men visited, yeah. but it's also the. Um, what else is epiphany? It's also the baptism. It's the second also one. Also the baptism. Because they have a three-year cycle. Yeah. And then the third one is. Well, I'm not remembering right Transfiguration. Now. No, there. It was also Christmas was also part of epi the, uh, the feast day of the epiphany until they were distinguished in yeah. the later centuries. But I didn't know they still include the baptism. I thought it was only us on because I've the, seen some of them confused that we. They call have a distinct feast of <coughs> the baptism now. Yeah, but that's that was what distinguished I mean. later as well. Mm. Yeah, that's like my vague recollection of this. I'm not 100 percent sure. Like Whatever. after the council or something. After or some like council, they, they changed the. Yeah. Christmas used to be January 6th. So our your professor, one of my friends, Michael Barber, just published a, finished a book on Christmas. He actually discusses yeah. this in it. I haven't read it yet, otherwise I would have an idea. Put a link right here. He, yeah, we'll, we'll add a link to the description. Yeah, great book. It's um, a really. It looks like a really good book. I haven't started reading it. I'm like halfway through, and it's very good. You like it? Good. Yeah. He's a good man. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a really a good stocking stuffer if you're looking for a book to give to somebody mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. You guys want? What should I get you guys for Christmas? He already sent me two two copies. I give one to Father Michael. Nice. Oh, yeah. nice. I got the Kindle version already. Nice. I'll get yeah, one nice. for Garvin then, since you guys all. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. Yeah. You like it? It sounds like him. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can hear his voice when he's his voice. Yeah. the music stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He so he's the best the man. He's Christmas the best. Song. So what so, about the season of Advent? Go ahead. So Advent, okay, because Advent in the Latin means like a, it's like the coming or the approach, or whatever. So oh, it's like a, it's prep, it's preparatory. Yeah. The season is preparatory for Christmas. Ours, Subara, if it means like Annunciation or Proclamation, it's a season in its own right, in a sense. Sure, although it's kind of preparatory too, because what are you announcing? Yeah. yeah. Know, that Christ is, is going to be born. Yeah. yeah. I think when, with any announcement, though, that you receive, there's also like the anticipation and waiting period yeah. for it to come. And I think it's interesting that the word Subara is used because the, I guess the, the, the root of it is like to wait in uh, Aramaic, right? Sabar, right? To hope, Sabar, yeah. to hope, to think, and, to and wait. Sabar, right? Yeah. yeah. It also means like, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So the, the hope season. Yeah. That's good. That's a good virtue. I think that's sort of the virtue of the season, huh? Hope. Yeah. I mean, all the all the theological virtues are always everywhere, but like. But that's, then. That's kind of what it's named after. But, but then it's like one thing builds off of another. So, like you guys mentioned, there's this idea of hope and patience, so on and so forth. Yeah. But then there is humility. You know, right when we get there, then there's another virtue. So it's like, it's, it's there's this anticipation, mm -hmm. you know, with us trying to figure out how to uh, become virtuous during the season. You know, it begins with patience, and we go through humility, then... Uh, his baptism, more humility, you know, standing among sinners and humility seems to be the virtue of Christmas, huh? Yeah, like the the word of God becomes like an infant, yeah, and, and is born yeah. in the manger and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Hope always precedes something great, right? I mean, because like we're technically like in the, I mean, 
in the age of hope right now, awaiting the second coming of Christ. And so Subhadra is like a Subhadra and Christmas are like a mini version of of that, well, hoping for the first coming of Christ and then hoping now for the second coming of Christ. They're so there's like an eschatological yeah end of time sort of. We, they were waiting for Christ to come the first time. Now we're waiting for him to come again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the the kind of virtue of eschatology is hope, founded on faith. See this in the Chaldean liturgy all over, especially in Mass, right? And we're we're recalling that, you know, mm -hmm. and it has this whole eschatological theme, you know, especially during the Epiclesis and. So that first line the of the Mass, Tishbahtala, yeah. is taken yeah. from the Christmas narrative in Luke, yeah. right? Luke. Mm -hmm. That's what the angels say at the, at the glory to God in the highest. At the birth of Christ, right. that's how we start Mass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is during. Uh, Christmas masses. When we get to that part, when the priest is chanting the gospel, everyone says it yeah. in unison, which is yeah, it's cute. It's very cute. It is. It's like it's like emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very nice liturgical idea that when we say those words, talking about how Christ first came into this world, and then remembering that in the mass, you know, Christ is going to come in the in the form of bread, and so it's a it's a reminder for that as well. So, so you were saying there's a there's a something somewhere between the Annunciation all the way till the Christmas and the consecration at Mass. Yeah, is that the point you're making? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Oh yeah, by the way, it's thank you so much. <laughs> by the way, it's Bethlehem, not Bethlehem. Okay. The house of pork. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, do you guys still feel the magical? nature of the Christmas season or do your hopes get let down? Don't ask me that question, man. Well, he's the Grinch. I've been, I've been a priest for, for way longer like than you guys and I try every... And, you know, some years are, like, cool and it's, like, even, like, the feeling of cold. Like, it's just cold outside. It kind of, like, gets you kind of yeah, Christmasy. You, you know get to wear your, your, your cooler, your just hoodies and stuff like that. Mariah Carey song, sorry. But, like, I don't know, maybe it's... I'm just... Old age is not like when you were a kid. You just don't feel things the same way that you did when you were a kid. Do you guys still? I feel totally nostalgic around Christmas. Yeah. Completely. I, I, I love Try not to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas that. trees, the cold, the Frank Sinatra, music. Frank Sinatra yeah. Christmas album. I mean, that's not better than that. What about you? The, what about you? The reason why I was asking is because that's what Father Bar uh, Dr. Barber, well, Father, Dr. Barber kind of starts it with is that like it's it's kind of like that season of anticipation or like wishing to return to some type of like equilibrium kind of and christmas is that that hope yeah. that it gives us that humanity is there's a peace that is to be established and whatever the year had brought you kind of come back to a, a center like you if you remain the whole year now is the chance and opportunity where, where you're you looking at me <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, man. You're mean. Yeah. I, I've no, been mean not. once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. But I. But like, that's, that's the thing is, <laughs> is the Christmas spirit something that, that, is just uh, something that's sold to us, or is it, what is? It? I mean, even liturgically. I mean, this is n not exactly what you're talking about, but liturgically, I like, I love the liturgy during Advent and Christmas a lot. Like the hymns that we sing, for the seasonal hymns and and the uh, uh, basilica hymns and the, all those things, you know, every, the, the tones change. I really like everything that we do about that. There is something special about it. Yeah. uses the Brihan Yeah, it's yeah. the best. Yeah, it. yeah. You just get the feel, you know? You do. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, I, I like what, what you were saying, Father Peter, because, like, it's also the fact that you have a new liturgical year means, all right, time to try again. 
Yeah. And even if I failed 41 times or 42 times, let me try it one more time. You know, and maybe this year I'll be less of a Grinch or whatever, you know, struggling with with your bad habits or whatever, or try again with, you know, uh, reconnecting a relationship with God. Maybe it's never clicked before and I'll try again. And then the people that like, you know, there's every, we will see people on Christmas that we haven't seen, you know, in years or at least at the very least since Easter. Like, okay, if they're trying again, cool, welcome back. Like, I'll see you next week maybe, you know. Whatever. What about fasting during Advent? That's no, in the tradition, right? Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know if it's... It seems fine to me. We have, there's fasting all the time. We fast during like the random... Was it Elijah they were fasting? Was fasting during... Why not? Yeah. If you're prepping... If you're preparing for something, it's just kind of a human thing. Like, I'm going to give up worldly things so that I can focus on the spiritual thing that I'm anticipating. Seems like mm-hmm. a natural... I think, uh, like, other liturgical churches uh like other liturgical rites they they have what's called the nativity fast or you know it's 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 something that's that's here i mean we, we it's have kind of, kind of strictly on the 24th right so <coughs> yeah, yeah yeah that used to be nine days wasn't it i don't know about that tradition much yeah i think it was nine days before christmas hmm. i think we also have a fast on the day before the assumption of our lady yeah yeah at least i've, I've seen or our lady of the fields Maybe or is it that too. yeah there's like a f- I've seen people do like a 14-day fast in anticipation, like from the beginning of August to to the 15th. To, to the 15th. Yeah. You want to go through the passage a little bit? What are you going to read there? Well, I wanted to mention one thing actually to piggyback off of uh, what Father Andrew was saying, with um, fasting being one thing to prepare for something big, you know, just to prepare for anything. And in this discussion, it's about preparing for the birth of Christ. But I think another thing is. Um, it could be the remedy for loneliness, too, because um, Ratzinger, Pope Benedict, he actually uh, comments on this last verse in uh, the Annunciation to Mother Mary. So it says, so after there's this dialogue between her and the angel Gabriel, St. Luke intentionally, he puts, then the angel departed from her. So indicating that, okay, she's alone, you know, she's alone and there's a long journey in front of her you know, with suffering and what have you. But then that loneliness is sort of um, gone away when she's in the manger with Christ and Joseph. And even though that loneliness is away because she's in the presence of Christ, she still had to be in a place that was uncomfortable, you know, like a manger. So this idea of being okay with discomfort during the season of Advent, it's okay because Mother Mary did it. Even though she was lonely before, you know, she may have felt this loneliness and uh, this overwhelming uh, feeling, but she was still present there. And the reminder for her that although she couldn't see Jesus at that moment, when the angel left her, she conceived Jesus, right? At that moment, so so he was there. Although she maybe couldn't couldn't feel him or or see him, he was there with her, and that's a, a reminder also for us: is that you know even when we don't feel God in our lives, he's he's still there working. Sometimes maybe more, he's most there. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of invisible. Well, also she was knowledgeable with scripture. So yeah. the last time you see this happen, um, there was suffering involved. You know, with this annunciation, I think with Rachel. Um, it, it was one of them, but um, she she understood that, you know. 
Sorry, I'm laughing because I ha I thought of a joke, but go ahead, just do it. <laughs> just get it over with. So there's this lady at the retirement home that I celebrate mass at in Turlock, and I asked her, like in surah, I asked her, "How are you?" She says, "Khothrabsid babu ala," which means under the kicks of God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess like even if we don't feel God or see God, sometimes like Mary, do you think Jesus kicked her? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cute. That's cute. God's presence through beatings. God's presence through, <laughs> through scourgings. Okay, can we talk about this for a second? It's kind of a big topic, but whatever. But, okay, Joseph, we were talking about this, Father Simon and I, Dad, the men's group last time. Uh, Saint Joseph, and he was willing to put her, he wanted to put her away quietly. Uh, I mean, what's everybody's opinion on that? Why did he want to put her away? Is it because he thought that she was unfaithful? Or because he thought it was too much for him? Or he had no idea what was going on? Or... I don't have an opinion on that. I think it's, you know, guys know I try to avoid the, the really speculative questions. Yeah. I have no idea. And then I think it's not there, like, it's not explained exactly because like, it's not for us to know, maybe. I do think, though, I, I still, like, don't know how to understand that, what it means for him to do that. He's going to divorce her quietly. How is it going to be quiet if she's not going to be living with him anymore? Probably. I think his intention was she can stay living with me, everybody can think she's still my wife but we're not gonna yes yeah, act like man and wife i don't know how else it, it would what else it would mean yeah they're only legally divorced yeah. just to keep his own righteousness kind of thing you know? like internal before yeah. god because maybe he thought whatever yeah he but had like, a plan but yeah. that means his intention was to live with her without touching her before the before he, he had the dream mm -hmm. which means okay now that you have the dream what do you like of course this is the ark of the covenant how are you gonna go near her now yeah so, yeah but that's i, I don't know well there that's might be a, that's if they plan to have relations, right? Before in the first place, yeah. Even if, in yeah. the first place, yeah. because there's uh, the interpretation that uh, Barber mentions in his book, and also Petrie does in his um, book, Jesus and the Jewish Roots of Mary, about them possibly making a vow of virginity. Well, beforehand. We, well, we see but that when like with the, the Blessed Mother's response to the angel. How shall this be? This isn't going to happen anyway. So, yeah. how how yeah. is this? You know, how shall I know this? No, that's what. No, that's Zacharias. Zacharias. How shall this be? How so? shall this be? So, so, so what? That would, yeah, that's a weird question. If she was planning yeah. to, to, to live a normal marriage, yeah. and especially because what they point out is that most of the translations of her question are are bad. Like how sh how should this be? Since I have no husband, since I'm a virgin, since I have not known man. Those are all wrong. It's a present tense. It's since I do not know man. So I since I just. Don't. That's the that's the that's the condition. actual Greek word. That's yeah. her condition as a as a person. Yeah, it's yeah. Not a past so or present or future thing. So Brent Petrie says it's like if somebody says I don't smoke, it's like I don't smoke now and I don't plan on smoking. Oh, interesting. You know. Oh, that's that's the tense of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Reading books. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> and there's also <laughs> there's a, what he mentions. There's a whole chapter in the book of Numbers which are laws. For, for cases like these, when a, when a woman wants to um, wants to take a vow of virginity and like how her husband has to has to deal with it or not, like if 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 he accepts it, what happens? If he doesn't accept it, what happens? Petrie mentions that. Right? Petrie mentions yeah. that. So like, there's a precedent for it in the in the Jewish we tradition. Link, link that too. Yeah, that's a great book. You gotta send that to Steve. These are these are two awesome books, yeah. especially to read now during the season. Jesus and the Jewish roots. Jewish roots of Mary. Yeah. Brent Petrie. So you guys are so educated. I love that. I'm so proud of you guys.
I think I said that one time that I bought it on the um Oh yeah yeah. Thing. Thing. Yeah. And so I read it all. <laughs> nice. So what do you guys do next? For Advent? For Advent we oh, I mean Amazon. <laughs> No, I mean, like, what do you guys do here? Is that all uh, you guys do? Yeah, is this it? Yeah, we usually end with the, like, what'd you buy last? What, what's our time, though? Oh, yeah, we have, we have to talk more. Mm. We can't have a short episode on Mothmoney. What's wrong with you guys? Okay, say something else for Peter. So, what do you think okay. about Mary <laughs> and Joseph and Jesus? So I just want to get this out of the way really quick about the Immaculate Conception, okay? By the time you guys are watching this, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception will have already been passed, and this is good knowledge to know. So um, Mary, so the Church teaches that Mary was conceived without original sin, okay? And so there's obviously a lot of speculation about this, especially after the Protestant Reformation uh, regarding... Uh, Mary's uh, status, you know, whether she had the stain of original sin or was saved for it. And um, one thing I, one example I like to give people is, um, Father Peter, I think you've probably heard this before, but imagine, you know, someone walking through the woods, you know, and it's dark and they're approaching a ditch. If I take that person and walk them around it, even though they didn't see it, what am I doing? I'm saving them, you know? If that person ends up falling in and I give them a ladder and they come out, I'm still saving them. So there's, you know, two forms of it. And um, we like to see the first form of it, the way Mother Mary was saved, you know, by God from original sin. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this is church teaching, you know, this is the doctrine of the church. So um, it's good to be educated on this, you know, because a lot of people are very misinformed. Uh, some people think that, she uh, no longer, she was wiped away from original sin after she gave birth to Christ. And uh, some people say that she still had it even after that, but that's... Yeah, some people think the Immaculate Conception is about Jesus' yeah. uh, okay, Jesus so, Immaculate so, Conception. Yeah. So the virgin birth is Mary was a virgin before, during, and after. Yeah. yeah. Christ was conceived and born of her. That's the virgin birth. The Immaculate Conception is Mary was conceived without without original sin, it doesn't mean she was a virgin birth too. Right. Her parents, yeah, yeah. she came about in a normal way, but at the moment of her conception, God saved her from original sin. At the moment, not after that moment. Yeah. Which is Aquinas' teaching was, after. she was conceived with original sin, but God purified her the moment after that. And this wasn't a dogma at the time of Aquinas, uh, so he, was, he ended up being wrong about that. It was at that moment. She never had a moment where she existed with sin. What is it? Material heresy? No. Well, yeah. Formal. Material. So he, he was wrong about that, but it hadn't been defined yet by the church. So, yep. There's a lot of controversy about this with the Orthodox churches. Sorry, Father Peter, wanted to say something. No, go ahead. Um, and the Protestant churches and things like that. But um, I, I don't see, I guess with the Protestants, they don't, they don't give as much... Um, um, credit to Mary, but um, I, I just don't see that as a big issue. It's kind of logical to me. Like, if she's going to be the mother of God, of course, that she's, she's going to be... Something special. Something special and preserved and just out of fittingness, you know, I mean... It's clear in the text. Mary filled with the Holy Spirit says, all generations shall call me blessed. Yeah. 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 Until I mean, the 1500s and then, like, you can just... Yeah. And yeah. it's clear in the text, Hail Mary, full of grace. Yeah, full of grace. Having you know, been graced. Having yeah. been graced. Yeah. What were you going to say? I mean, just running off of... Uh, 
what Father Danny was saying about how Mary needs a savior just like we do, except her salvation happened in a different manner, uh, or I guess not in a different manner, but at a different time. Uh, she herself says it in the Magnificat. She says, my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. Mm -hmm. And so like she herself confesses that she has been saved or it needs a savior as well. So yeah. scripture attests. But in a Catholic sense of that. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Salvation before her conception, yeah, yeah. or mm -hmm. at the moment of her conception. Well, and my she savior. Is, yeah, I mean, and salvation doesn't end after she's conceived. I mean, like, mm -hmm. like, to think that salvation is just a one-moment thing, it's, it's continuing to happen. She's continuing to be Because the glorified. Catholic teaching is, not only was she conceived without original sin, she lived her entire life without sinning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and that is an act of God's grace, yeah. which is an act of salvation. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. So you're right. It wasn't just the conception, and then that's it. Yeah, she's good. She becomes her own savior after that, or something like that. No way. After she's glorified. Sorry. Like she, she, like she continues to go through the suffering, and that suffering breed like it prepares her for a greater glory to be the queen of heaven and earth and become the mother of the church. Yeah. So. So Mary's like really interesting because she's kind of the icon of the church, right? I mean, there's that new feast day, Mary, mother of the church. It kind of resembles that. Um, but what it teaches, because every teaching about, every dogmatic teaching about Mary is always in relation to Christ. Mm -hmm. And even Mary's uh, immaculate conception is in relation to Christ. She's immaculately conceived because of the role yeah. that she's going to play in Jesus' life. But also her perpetual virginity and her, um, her you know, pureness and holiness <clears throat> throughout her entire life, her sinlessness, is also in relation to Christ, which is, I like how, like, centered around Jesus the whole church is and p people you know when they think about Catholicism they always think it about it in parts which is when they fall into these kinds of misconceptions about what the Catholic Church teaches about various topics right. good would you buy me for Christmas are we doing the thing okay you have to see what was the last thing you bought and you have to say it Father Nikito doesn't indulge in this no it's yeah. Christmas time you, you bought something no, you got something from one of the monks, bro. You guys got a. No, we did. We did. We did Secret Santa, but we're not doing it on Amazon because we all have access to the account. So no, but no. it's not Amazon. It's like per purchase. Last thing you bought. Oh, who'd you get? Think about it. You got that uh, Saint Jude shrine. So oh yeah, we did get a Saint Jude shrine. <laughs> yes. At Saint John's. Yes. Uh, okay. I got a book. Do not judge me on this because it's not. It wasn't for me. I'm getting ready to judge you. Okay, it wasn't for me. Go go. It's a gift for someone. Okay. Go, go. <laughs> it's the Mabasima cooking book. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Who doesn't know how to cook in your family? Or <laughs> no, it's not my. It's a. Never okay, mind. It's get, really complicated. I, I got deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, man. It's an act of charity. Okay. I also got a book for somebody. Father Michael asked me to get him a copy of this uh, Aramaic dictionary. There's an Aramaic dictionary that has Gushma and then uh, English, Arabic, and French. Costas. Better than Mabasima. No, it's, it's sort of a cool. <laughs> what would you get, Father Peter? So um, I got this cup holder for your cup holder. What? So, what? Can you bring it here? Yeah, so it, you know how you have like, oh, like a, you have big yeah. water bottles like that don't oh. fit oh. in bring your thing. 
in your original cup That's holder. So I got a cup holder right for <laughs> my cup holder. I have a Nalgene. Um, oh, wow. So That's pretty cool. I put the Nalgene. Is it for your Yeti? But could you make it smaller? Could you adjust it? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I'm going to buy it from your account right now. I'll buy it for you. That, that's what he's doing. He's on your behalf. He's doing for him but it's more an act of charity if you let him do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll let him. You're, you're taking away the, uh, the merit grace. from me. The merit, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Father Makito? Meritorious grace. I don't know what the last thing I bought was, man. Let me think about that. Um, but the even if five it wasn't hours online. later. <laughs> what was the last even thing? Even if it wasn't online. Did you buy an energy drink today? No. Really? Anything. Yesterday, did you get gas? Do you have money? No. Do you yes. need? <laughs> okay, you know what that means? God bless you all for your donations to the monastery, but they don't need them anymore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Send them to the seminary. We'll <laughs> Vocations too. <laughs> um, Should we buy something right now? No. Okay, next okay. time, please. No, I've tried buy two things two times. Next time I'll think about something. No, next time is going to be after Christmas, so for sure he's going to buy What do you need? Do you need anything? No, next time we'll get it. Uh, <laughs> Let me see the wheel notes. Smuggly, man. <laughs> I, I think I can do it. Ready? Somebody start it. Yeah, you guys can look if, if you can. I, Which one? I think I got Father, it. Father Peter, you started. What's the drama? Oh, this one? Yeah. Go. Sabbar min yawm al yawm purqane Subarad Maryam qbilla milya kul naame La zara'u shawta puta bamshi hatin nadilla khudah Khithla ruh qudsha willa shrile khaylin allaya وأهين بورختة بنشة ومودن مقا وزغيد بارويا عالكيانا نحنين Is the Lovely Spirit in 2022? What are we doing? Peace. Penting. He threw a pen at him and got into the screen, right? Is that what happened? No. It's, no, it's. I was, a, it's a, I was cooking to add, like, get it ready for the next one, but I ended up moving the single one over. Oh, I see. Oh. Oh. 